Hello and welcome to episode 31 of After All This Time Always Podcast. 32. Huh? 32. I don't think so, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't do one last week. Uh, <laughs> as always, with oh, me, your host, doing. Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And uh, some say he's the Juliet of the podcast. Oh, okay. He said, I can't live without you. Uh, Joe Power. <laughs> don't worry. I, I didn't say it. Don't worry. Don't put that makeup on. Come back. <laughs> what do you call this type of night? Yes, that's right. Daddy's back. How are we doing, guys? <laughs> How are you doing, Tom? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I had a migraine earlier, but I sorted some ibuprofen. Mm. Uh, it's, nice to, it's nice to have you back, mate. Uh, I, don't, I couldn't bother to hear the rest of that story. <laughs> I don't want to start the episode on a downer, mate. No, I was just going to do a plug for ibuprofen. What, oh, okay. Um, if we can get them to sponsor no, the show, no partic- that's good. What? The chemical? Do you mean ibuprofen. like a particular brand? Or, nope. Just, you know, ibuprofen. just ibuprofen. 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 Little advice to all listeners. Go unbranded every time. Really? You pay, you pay, yeah, you pay nothing for the brand. It's the same chemical makeup. I uh, I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. What did you did you just go with unbranded? Unbranded. I think mm-hmm. it was at Tesco's oh, if, or Esther's own. Yeah, if we could get thing. a gig at a pharmaceutical convention, that oh. is some big dollars. But surely uh, that's like the opposite of Harry Potter. I mean, it is, but we can try and turn them whilst earning. Yes, I know. It's like modern day potions, sort of. Yeah. Right? Uh, but then, is it not? You know, you, you, surely there's no such thing as a pharmacy in uh, in Harry Potter. Maybe an apothecary. Maybe. Do you know what that means? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, how's your week's been, guys? Uh, My week has been good. Pat? I've had a I've had a horrible week. Actually. Oh, good. Thank Here we God. go. <laughs> um, it's been it's been really itchy and scratchy, like the Simpsons cartoon. I uh, I've had an allergic Where's reaction to some oh, air no. freshener oh. In, oh. in my in my room. I bought some air freshener and I sprayed it around for yeah. breeze. I'm naming and shaming. Uh, you and, need to. Uh, when it I, comes to air freshener, you need to get the unbranded stuff. Yeah, well, well, I, I, yesterday I figured out what it was. I thought I was being eaten alive by mosquitoes. But um, yesterday I figured out, it was like, this started when I got that Febreze. So, and I haven't been taking any antihistamines because there hasn't been so much pollen around. So I went and bought a whole bunch of antihistamines. It cleared it right up. I, right. Last night I slept through. But they were unbranded. They were unbranded. Ah. Antihistamines. I didn't buy no Claritin, no Pyrites. <laughs> Nothing. Slow, slow down, slow down. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not, that's not uh, divide the audience. Baritim, <laughs> you're welcome. Mate, unbranded every time. Yeah. I want our audience to be rich so they can buy our merchandise one day. Which is unbranded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, Just plain Fruit of the Loom t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. That's it. We can't, we can't be putting lightning bolts and glasses no. on our t-shirts. No, we can't pay for that. That's yeah. a slight infringement there, isn't yeah. it? We could do pictures of us. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, who no one really wants a picture of us. If you'd like a picture of me on a t-shirt, please. <laughs> a- already, at we could we could have named this podcast a lot better. We What's should have wrong? thought about merchandising rights in the future. Because yeah, we yeah. can't even put the name of the yeah, podcast on a t-shirt. A-A-T-T-A, you can. A-A-T-T-A, sure, but who yeah. wants to buy that? Um loyal li- very loyal listeners and some of our favourite people. I'm yes, sure. exactly. <laughs> I've already got a t shirt with my face on it, so I don't know what's wrong with you That's guys. True. That's <laughs> you do. <laughs> you wore it to your birthday, it was very funny. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Michael Michael's in the room as well. He doesn't have a microphone this week. 
Say hello, Mike. Hi guys! Unbelievable. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. You, you had a you had yeah. a week in the hot seat and you don't get cues. <laughs> Tom, how did you find <laughs> your uh, your standing? Uh, well, technically, I was your standing because I introduced the show. But how did you find what are you talking about? my <laughs> huh? Did you listen to last week's episode, Tom? There was no episode last week. What are you there about? was an episode. Was Why would you we do... phoned you? Why would you do that? I thought you were just phoning for a chat. <laughs> Why would you do an episode when I'm not here? <laughs> Why would anyone listen to that? It's <laughs> <laughs> a ridiculous statement to make. Well, we did we did an episode. Did you? Michael was How did it there. go? It was good. It was fun. Was it? I had fun. Uh, I had fun. The jury's out. Is it? Where they gone? <laughs> <laughs> Tell them to come back. We've got, yeah. We've got an innocent man in the dock here. <laughs> That's the last thing you want from a jury. Yeah, <laughs> the jury's <laughs> out. Disappeared. What deliberating? No, they're just gone. They're out. <laughs> They've all gone home. They got bored. <laughs> we did. We did, we did, we had. Uh, have either of you ever done jury duty? Pat yeah. has. Yeah, once. Yeah. How was that? Um, it was boring. I fell yeah. asleep at one point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> guilty or not guilty? Don't have to talk about the details of the case because that might be him. I thought they were very. I thought they were extremely guilty. But they got Is that what you guilty. said? <laughs> did, you st- did you stand up in the, the, the room and be like, oh, we have to send these guys down? Yeah. Um, have you reached a verdict? Boy, have I reached a verdict. <laughs> the second I saw them. <laughs> didn't even pay attention to the case. <laughs> did you at some point just go, objection, you can't do that. <laughs> You're the jury. Why did you bring your own gavel? <laughs> No, Tom, I got I got a legal question for you, Tom. Yes. Because um, their stories didn't add up. Yeah. So everyone was like, well, we've got a reasonable doubt as to what happened. And yeah. I said, no, their stories don't add up when they've all sworn under oath to be telling the truth. That is an unreasonable doubt. There's nothing reasonable about the fact they're clearly all lying, which I see as a, a guilty verdict right it's it's the ad age of uh innocent till proven guilty and yeah I'm, I'm <laughs> and they proved themselves guilty when they all stood up there and perjured themselves yeah but then that would have to go to a separate perjury trial wouldn't it <sighs> i suppose i know well I'm that's sorry, why Pat. they all got away with it i know who, oh. who, were you by yourself was it 11 to 1 no it's 10 to 2 Ten to two. Yeah, is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was five past nine. Time <laughs> jokes. Hey. Love it. Saw that coming. Big fan of the time jokes. <laughs> Saw that coming a mile off. Um, who was the other? Who was the other person with you? Um, Did you a... have to talk them round, or were they like, "No, Pat, we're in this together"? What do you mean, talk them round? Like they were on your side for the full time? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. was. Oh, and um, a woman. It was. I <laughs> won't. Lady. I won't go into massive details. But the case was about uh, these kids had attacked someone. Ah. And on the last day after the innocent verdict, she said to me, um, "Have you ever been attacked?" And I was like, "Yeah, I have." And she was like, "Yeah, I don't think anyone else in that jury has been." Mm. And I was like, "Ah, that's interesting." But now, am I maybe being prejudiced? Am I airing some old grievance against these kids? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, what have we got coming up on the show? Right? <laughs> oh, quick, today, talking about stupid kids. Yeah. I'm in Waterstones. <laughs> you pointed at me as soon no, as you no. said that. I'm in Waterstones, right? And you know when you hear a conversation and that you're not part of, but you're like, I've got, I've got to step in here. Yeah. But I've oh, managed well. to hold myself back. <laughs> there was this kid who was like with his mates and 
they were walking past a selection of board games. One of those board games out of 10 cats. And he turns to his mate and just went, yeah, I don't know if you know that, but the um, TV series is actually built based on the board game. What? And his mate just went, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. And I felt like going, no, come on. No, you're Can wrong. I just... Because you you That's might go... That's a weird thing to lie about. You're going to go away and say that to someone and they're going to call you a moron when really it's your friend that is just... Maybe he's lying to him or maybe he just generally believes that it was a board yeah, maybe game. Maybe someone's told yeah, him. Maybe, maybe someone's, someone's told, told him. him. This is... You you would have done a good thing had you stepped in and been kind about it. I don't know who's told you that, mate. Even mm. though you're a weird I liar. I wouldn't have said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have picked up the board game, smacked it round, and said you need to stop lying to each other because you're going to lie to him, he's going to lie to him. I don't know who's lied to you, and that's how Brexit happens. <laughs> <laughs> that is a man fresh off the Edinburgh Fringe, oh, ladies and gentlemen. He's back. <laughs> Right, what we've got coming up on the show. Uh, right, we're going to have New Pensive again. Have you brought that with you, Pat? I have indeed. Lovely stuff. Uh, we're going to have the Wiz and Gamma. I forgot to prepare, so sorry, oh, It's alright, we've only had two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so sorry. It's going to be a car crash. Uh, we got Tom's Riddle, but we're going to start with some peeves. Peeves! Right, I've only got one peeve, Patrick, and it is with you. Oh. Actually, should... no, two peeves. One, Tom's absence last week. What? Uh, just your absence. You weren't here. Me and Pat have got a hundred percent attendance record. You got a blotch. Well, but th- that's not my fault that you chose to record an inferior <laughs> podcast, right? Without me, I am this close to setting up Tom Tolls after all this time away <laughs> and taking it on tour with Banana Rama. <laughs> Tom, it's interesting you call it inferior because I wanted to call that episode the Inferior Hour. Oh, very Because nice. I wanted to say it's going to be inferior without Did you. Did you actually record a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tom, we found you. Am, you're, on, am, you're on it. I am, well, that's probably the best bit, wasn't it? <laughs> Let me check the podcast app. Episode 31, Neversode 1 is what we called it. Okay, so here's a bunch of issues Joe had with the episode you haven't heard yet. <laughs> right, it's only the one episode. What? Only the... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) Right. Right, Pat, I've only got one peeve. Mm. This is going to be such a smooth link. (laughs) (laughs) What's your peeve, Jack? My one peeve uh, is with your game, which I loved. I love doing your game. Yeah. It's a brilliant game. He does quotes from the movies. It's a great one. Why would you have a problem with it? I don't... (laughs) You said what was uh, the... Bjork's Oh So Quiet was at number one on December 18th, 1995. I did say those words. It was released in November 95. It peaked at number four. It did. Uh, it was, it was, and it was at number four on December the 18th. The number one song at that time actually was, have you looked it up? I have. This was going to be a peeve of my own. I'm very sorry for this. It was Earth Song by Michael Jackson. Earth Song by Michael Jackson. So it only went to number I... one in Iceland, Tom. So what wow. was he looking at? The... The Icelandic pop charts. <laughs> you <laughs> was Bjork on the show last week. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Mike, can you take a microphone for like just five minutes? <laughs> Good booking. <laughs> right, Pat, what are your peeves, mate? That was my, my only one. My other peeves were. Uh, well, we plugged Paul Savage's show last week, saying it was on at two forty-five PM at Chow Roma, but it's not. It's on at four thirty-five PM. Four thirty-five. Um, we mentioned the fact that we haven't talked about the History of Magic tour 
yeah. and the fact that we were still waiting for it to open in New York. Yeah. Luckily, we haven't missed it. Oh, good. Uh, it runs in New York from October the 5th to January the 27th next year. I thought it would be in one location. Oh, it runs. That's 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 awful. <laughs> Pat, Pat's, for the listeners, Pat's face was disgusted. I, I'll be honest. I don't think he got it first of all, oh, and then when he it. did, and then when he did, he didn't like the fact that he got it, <laughs> and he thought, oh, "I wish I could go back it, to not getting that." It was joke. like a smell getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> it was like he's like, "Oh, that's f-ing for breeze again." <laughs> Mike, in your riddle, you said David Gudgeon, but it's Davy Gudgeon. Tom, do you have any peeves from episode 30? I never have peeves. <laughs> no, never do prep. Uh, neither do I. Should have done the Wizen Gamut yes. prep. So we're g- that's not going to be next up. Uh, t- should we have the new pensive? I love this game. All right, yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so as long as the internet hasn't screwed me over again. Um, <laughs> Are you blaming the internet for the Bjork thing? Yeah, I am. Bjork blip. Yeah. So what, I, what happened? I don't know. I was on the... I was you on... saw that it was number one. You know what's maybe yeah. You might have looked at the indie chart, maybe. Possibly. You know what's happened? A kid has told a kid. He's told a kid. <laughs> he's told a kid. And he's published it on the internet. No, and Wikipedia, that Wikipedia never and That's how peeves happened. Eight out of ten cat syndrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, Tom, so you've never played this game before, no. and apparently you've never even heard of it before. Oh, no. I'm too big a fan of Joe's pensive jingle. Yes. Right. But oh, I, I didn't update it, and I announced before the jingle played that it was going to be updated, and it yeah. wasn't. Well, and, and it's probably not going to be updated this week. Yeah, and post-recording, you said all the update was going to be was you going, <laughs> before, <laughs> before playing the jingle. You couldn't oh. even be bothered to do that. <laughs> oh. um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you uh, a number one song and a n- the film that was number one in the UK at the same time, you've got to figure out when it was and then using your knowledge of Harry Potter Ooh. timeline, figure out what Harry was up to while those songs and those films oh, were number so it's one. it's within Harry's lifetime. So it, it, It's within the books. Within, within the books. Within the established chronology of the established books. Established chronology okay. of said. So it could be... Based on the Harry Potter lexicon timeline online. So some okay. of these dates might be wrong, but I'm basing it on their timeline. Okay. I can't bother to do the work myself. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I am made of time? <laughs> All right, made of time. <laughs> who's who's accused you of that? <laughs> what am I? Made of abstract concepts? <laughs> what do you think I am? Made of honor? Yes, you are. <laughs> you are. So, so, so start behaving. Yeah. <laughs> Go chat to the best man. <laughs> All right, so the number one song. We've dipped into the pensive now, by the way. Ooh. And the number one song on, on the radio. Hang on, let me slip off my shoes. There we go, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I miss those toes. Oh, yeah. The number one song is Three Lions. 96. By Badil, Skinner, and the Lightning Seeds. Okay. There's no bracket. It's 96. It's 96. The number one film is Mission Impossible. What's Harry up to? Or what's happening in the world of Harry Potter that day? I think I'm thinking it's about well, it must June, be June ninety six. June, June ninety six. I'm going to go for the uh, death of Albus Dumbledore. Ooh, I think I think that's a little late. I think <clears throat> June ninety six. That's the beginning oh, of wait, the no, no, last year. I reckon the wedding. Mm, the wedding. That's my guess. Good guess. Ninety six. No, I'm afraid you're both wrong. 
You're getting your timelines completely all over the place. 96 is the start of book six. Yeah. Dumbledore s- visits Harry in Privet Drive ah. and takes him off to meet Slughorn. Are you sure? Because the Battle of Hogwarts is 97, so that would be the end of the 96-97 school year. So that would be the end of the last book. No, the Battle of Hogwarts is 98. Battle of Hogwarts is 97? No, it's 98 because it was 10-year anniversary, wasn't it? No, 20-year anniversary. So there you go. Book one starts in summer of 91. Book six starts in the summer of 96. That's all right. That was only the first one. I've got two more for you. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Until Peeves next week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure for now. That's annoying because it's something I do want to imme- immediately Google. Uh, but, uh, okay, Google crackle. it when you do your Wizengamot prep. Just, just procrastinate <laughs> then. <laughs> Great shout. <laughs> okay. So we've, it's all turned inky and swirly and we've ended up in a different time. Ooh, oh, the number fun. one, The number one song is I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Ninety. Okay. Okay, four, I think. 90-something. The number one film is The Muppet Christmas Carol. Right, so that's... I think I'm certain... It's 1990, isn't it? Why don't you meet each other in the middle? It's 1990. 1992. Okay, 92, yeah. So Christmas 92. What's Harry up to? Christmas period 92. I would have... So it's not it's being allowed cha- to Hogsmeade. It's Chamber of Secrets, isn't it? So it'll be the it'll be the the apologies potion, maybe. Bangarang. Yes, yes. Tom. Twenty fifth of December, nineteen ninety two. Oh, sorry, I should have said the first one was the twelfth of July, tw- uh, ninety six. Twenty fifth of December, nineteen ninety two. Yes, Harry was polyjuicing to trick Malfoy into revealing he was the heir of Slytherin. Oh, Hermione turned into a cat. All hey, right, your hey, last Pat. one. Hey Pat. Yes, mate. I like your game. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd like it. Like between us, an element of teamwork on this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so your last one. The number one song is "I'll Be Missing You." Oh, we know Nin- this one. Ninety-seven, Tom. isn't it? Ninety-seven. And the number one film is Batman and Robin. I'll be missing you by Puff Daddy and, and Faith, Faith Evans. Evans, featuring one one two. It was uh, well done. <laughs> I hide that. This, I had this, to remind to, myself. Tom and I was. went to the Broadway and both bought a copy of that single yeah, together. This was the first single I ever bought. Really? Mm. Closely followed uh, by What's My Age Again by Blink 182. First single I bought, fun fact yeah. Will Smith's Men in Black. Mm. My cousin asked me the other day what the first single I bought was. I can't. I honestly can't remember the first single I bought. I don't think I ever bought a single, but the first album I bought was uh, Blink 182, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, in a deal. With Foo Fighters, there is nothing left to lose. Nice. Pat Fax. Wow. So, that's a go. late first album to purchase. Yeah. yeah, but I had an older brother who had all the albums uh, I wanted to hear. Of course she did. Uh, irrelevant. Right. So, uh, so, yeah. So, when was that? So, that was 97 when that mm. was released. 97. When in 97? Uh, what, was the, what was the film? The film was Batman and Robin. Batman Summer. and Robin, summer blockbuster, isn't it? Mm. So, 97. So, we're saying that's the end of year six. Yes. No, if, if the start of year six is 96. Yeah, so the end of it would be yeah. 97. So mm-hmm. summer 97. Summer 97. So my, Mike's, Mike's confusing me. My guess would be... Um, should we go for the, what I said first time? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. The death of Dumbledore? You're absolutely right. Yes, yes Thomas. Yes. 
Dumbledore dies after he and Harry attempt to retrieve a Horcrux. Death Eaters flood the school. Hagrid's hut is destroyed. And Harry finds out Snape is the Half-Blood Prince. Bosh. 30th of June, 1997. Oh, boy. Well done, guys. Nice work. That was impressive work. That was good. That was nice. I'm so glad it was uh, that Puff Daddy song. Because that was was a fun memory. And it was one of those annoying singles that just came in like the paper sleeve rather than the... uh... But we didn't buy it until 1998. Is that a fact? That's a fact. We were in secondary school because we went back to michael rumbles house interesting all these names the best artist that went to our school of the course best, michael the very was the best artist that went to our best. school not just in our year no he was the best <laughs> artist that went to the school across all spectrums as well not just not just painting art all art <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he really should work in the tv or film industry indeed uh, <laughs> he was incredible Oh, they're private jokes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've really enjoyed that game, Patrick. Yeah, well more, more of that next week. I'm a yeah. big fan of it. Right, so should we have uh, one of your flipping riddles then, Tom? Yes. Did, did you write it? Yep. Good. Go on. Read us I a riddle, old bear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing that tomorrow, actually. Are you? Yeah, I think so. I'm oh, going to go fun. watch it. I was gonna, thinking of watching it today. In the end, uh, went to a fun fair with Elsa and she had a lovely time. Oh. Uh, right. <clears throat> Tom's Riddle. Are you Tom Riddle? Look for me in the background. I'm always there. Although to get any semblance of my story, you will have to look elsewhere. My backstory was unfortunately omitted. This is something the author admitted. An assassination attempt is actually to my benefit. Unfortunately, I don't get to stay long in that kit. Watching an embrace sure hurt my heart, especially after I'd supported one of them with my art. Just like fortune, I was hiding, but not always. In the end, I came out fighting. It is a very hidden one. (sighs) Okay, okay. Uh, Can I go for a guess? Oh, you did this to me the other week where I thought I absolutely nailed it. <laughs> What's your guess? Is it Aberforth or Dumbledore? No. Oh. Something, something about the art and the fact that he's got the painting of his sister on the wall mm. and, and there isn't much of a backstory that she does. I, th- I think Mike might know, but um, let's see if Joe can go. No, no, no. I want Mike's guess. Let's go. Uh, I've got Sir Cadigan in mind. It's not Sir Cadigan. Mm. But again, always comes out fighting and there is the, there is the art connection. Yeah. A couple of things going through. Moaning Myrtle? It's not Moaning Myrtle. I was thinking Fat Lady for a moment. Not Fat Lady. <laughs> I've absolutely stumped you with the art bit. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Got you. Got you going all the wrong directions. Okay. Um, all right. Let's let's ignore the art section. Who comes out fighting at the end? Whose backstory do we not get yet? They still turn up fighting. Uh, like, group? No. Right. I'll. Uh, Always in the always in the background. Have, have, have another listen. Oh, yeah. of it. Have another listen. Of it. Look, squid. Look for me in the background. I'm always there. Although to get any semblance of my story, you would have to look elsewhere. My backstory was unfortunately admitted. This is something the author admitted. An assassination attempt is actually to my benefit. Unfortunately, I don't get to stay long in that kit. Watching an embrace sure hurt my heart, especially after I had supported one of them with my art. Just like Fortune, I was <coughs> hiding, but not always in the end, I came out fighting. Flamel? No. An assassination attempt to their benefit. Nearly Headless Nick? No. Oh. I, th- I think I'm stumped. I'm Mike, really have you got stumped. anything? 
I'm thinking assassination attempts making me think when Malfoy was trying to kill Dumbledore. I can't think. Oh, so who was the girl that got the that got the oh, thing? Kate, Katie Bell? It's not Katie Bell. Oh, was it her though, or is it Alicia Spinnett? It's not. Uh, what in the book that actually got the, uh, yeah, yeah the, Katie yeah. Bell in the book was it was yeah, Katie it's Bell. Not, yeah. Not, yeah. not. Okay. Oh yeah, but that was an assassination attempt. That's a good shout, Mike. I think I'm stumped. I'm really wait, Madame Rose Murder. No. <gasps> God damn it! I'm absolutely stumped, man. Yeah. It is Dean Thomas. Let me take you through. Okay. Look for me in the background. I'm always there. Although to get any semblance of my story, you would uh-huh. have to look elsewhere. Uh, J.K. Rowling admits there's a whole backstory of a Dean Thomas where his uh, right. dad, his dad was a, a wizard. Didn't tell his mum, left because Death Eaters were coming for him, and then the Death Eaters killed him when he left the family. Oh, God. An assassination, assassination attempt is actually to my benefit when Katie Bell put on had the necklace. We were right with that, okay. He was took her place in the Quidditch team. Ah, oh, Unfortunately, right. I don't get to stay long in that kit. Watching that an embrace, kit. watching mm. an embrace sure hurt my heart when Ginny and... Uh, Harry kiss in front of him after he's just yep, got Ginny yep, yep. especially after I'd supported one of them with my art if you remember the early books they always say uh, Harry he drew Potter for president a massive Gryffindor ah, he'd supported right. him with the art but just like Fortune now this was a little bit of hiding just like Fortune I was hiding but not always in the end I came out fighting uh, what I've done there is I've put the lyrics to uh, I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles in there <laughs> <laughs> see, he's a West Ham fan Which, uh, but for, for just... listeners that don't know that's the West Ham song oh, that is the, uh, but also he does hide um, in book 7 because he goes on the run he doesn't go back to school oh. and they find him uh, in uh, Malfoy Manor don't they and then oh, he... oh. and Tom, then he comes back and fights in the Battle of Hogwarts great Tom that great was beautiful. Beautiful. listeners yeah. if you got that well done very well yeah. done that was that was stellar yeah, stellar that was, that was work brilliant yeah. Oh. oh man. Thanks, Tom. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Tom is Daddy's back. back. Daddy's back. <laughs> Tom, we've missed you, mate. Have but you? I've had a lot of fun seeing you on my TV this week. Oh, You've good. been turning up an awful lot, haven't you, mate? Yeah. In your, are we allowed to say the company? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, in ad, the Admiral advert. Admiral Insurance. Yes. Admirable Insurance. Admir- very admirable. Always just... go for a brand when it comes to insurance. <laughs> 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 I actually, I just switched uh, from Admiral, but I must say the customer service was very good. So I'm, I'm, I'm still promoting Admiral. They Why just, did you switch? They, they just couldn't quite match the price that uh, I was getting okay. from a rival company that I won't advertise. No. Tom's a company man. He yeah. wouldn't. He wouldn't. Uh, All about like me to badmouth no. the company that's putting food in his indeed and daughter. I've got and himself. I've got home insurance with with Admiral. Lovely so, stuff. Yeah. Who's going to break into this house? What? <laughs> <laughs> that is so. Cr- this is a lovely house. Oh, I know, but what enemies do you have is what I meant. Oh, right. I thought you were slagging him off. <laughs> Pat, that's not how crime works. <laughs> you don't just have enemies. No, you need a motive. A motive for yeah, the motive is you just want to steal some stuff. Yeah, but you're a, you're a floor up. If you're going to break in to steal stuff, you're going to do it on the ground floor. Get in and out as quick as possible. Coming up here requires motive. So yeah, who's going to break I, into I th- this house? I think, I think right. that's true, actually. What it's, if they walk it's quite past? hard to get here. 
Yeah, but what if they just know that, oh, uh, you can get into the communal bit? I'd lock your windows tonight, Tom. <laughs> yeah, God knows who Pat is sending round. Uh, if there are any criminals that listen to the show, let us know. Do you always just have a motive, or do you just sometimes do things on the flyer, or do you actually need to hate someone in order to carry out a crime against them? At AATTA pod. <laughs> oh, I meant for it to come out at all. I love podwarts. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, um, <laughs> Loved. So, right. Last so... time you'll be here, buddy. <laughs> Looks like Pat will be ringing in next week. <laughs> no, you couldn't do one without me. The fans wouldn't allow it. <laughs> oh, 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 dear me. <laughs> Knock off that S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our fan wouldn't be happy with it. <laughs> I think that's the only time in my life I've ever been arrogant. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't suit you. Go back to self hate. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. That's why we all like you. (laughs) So, yeah, you've been on my TV a lot, Tom. Yes. Fun fact for the listeners uh, who have seen the Admiral adverts Tom actually doesn't wear glasses in real life. That's how good an actor he is. Mm -hmm. Mm. I'm the Daniel Radcliffe of adverts. (laughs) (laughs) All rise. All rise. (laughs) All Mm. rise. Indeed. Are you ready for this? Order in the court. (laughs) No. Hang on, let's just wake up that sleeping juror. Oi. (laughs) (laughs) I doodled as well. I spent a lot of time doodling. (laughs) Um, Joe, do you remember what the case was? Uh, Barty Crouch Jr. is a good... Barty Crouch Jr. Jr. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he gets paid. Yeah, <laughs> like his whole wage is on that line. Oh isn't yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> Junior. Uh, no, it's uh, was it, was it, what was the other one when he goes Meday? <laughs> he gets paid per second on screen. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Barty Crouch. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> yes, Barty Crouch is a good Junior. defense against the dark arts. Yes, you are arguing against that. Yes, I'm saying he was a bad one. That is the case Tom's putting forward. He's arguing for it. Yes. So, Tom, I want to hear your opening statement first. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Okay. Go. So, taken in isolation, or in comparison to other Defence Against the Dark Arts teacher, it still comes out that Barty Crouch Jr. is a good teacher. If you compare it to the first two teachers, uh, Quirrell and Loop, uh, and uh, Lockhart, he's much better than them, even though he's not got any formal training. Lupin, I'm not going to argue that he's the best Defence Against the Dark Arts teacher, but he prepares the class for what's out there, for the for what they're about to behave, what they're about to see. Um, he teaches them the three unforgivable curses, and at the end of the novel, Harry is faced with one of the unforgivable curses and saves himself. Time. Strong, strong opening. Strong I felt start. like you could have kept on going yeah, for another 30 seconds. Could have. Strong start from Tom now. <laughs> strong start. All right, Joe. Yes. In the case against. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm against. <laughs> yeah, you're arguing that Barty Crouch wasn't a good defence okay. against the I think I could, I think Let I me hear... That. Your opening statement, Michael's Corner, are you ready? Your time starts now. Okay, well, I think I think Tom actually makes some valid points there. I think in the actual lessons, he was a good teacher, but the teacher's job is to impart knowledge, but also to impart trust in what they're saying. And so considering at the end of that year, he, get, he is, it's the ultimate betrayal. He was lying the entire year. What they've taken on and what they've learned that may be useful, it may have the adverse effect and they may not trust what he's taught them and it may go the opposite way and then endanger Time. them. Time. 
That is a strong defence. Calling into question, how do you define a good teacher? What is a teacher's job? Mike? That's a strong defence. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> All right. I want to watch you boys scrap it out okay. and tear each other's T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I'd argue that uh, he saves Harry Potter's life because of his teaching and therefore is a good teacher. Harry Potter, I don't think, would have uh, been... He's not as phased when uh, Avada Kedavra is cast in front of him because he's ready, he's ready for it when Voldemort goes for it. That is a mark of a good teacher. A mark of a good teacher is to prepare you for something when you're out there in the real world, especially defence against dark arts. He's better than Numbridge. He's better than uh, Lockhart. He's better than Quirrell. Possibly better than Snape. Uh, well, <gasps> he's better. He's a better defence against dark arts teacher than Snape. Well, here's my point about trust. I can't trust Tom if he's not going to turn up every week and do this podcast with us. How can you trust what he's saying? I don't think he did save Harry Potter's oh, life. Oh, somebody, somebody think... used all their stuff up in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I would I say don't that... Think, I don't think it's mutually I would say, I'd say maybe in, I'd say in that moment, I think Harry's full of adrenaline and is an amazing wizard. Mm. Being a good teacher to one student is one thing, but he didn't just teach Harry Potter. He taught no, a he, lot of he, he taught, taught a lot of and, students. And I quote, That's a good he's point. been there, man. He's seen things. Lee Jordan and the Weasley twins talking about him. So it wasn't just Harry yeah, Potter. While he's in disguise... Well, yeah, but no, not, but then, and so at the end of that year, when they see it's not him, how can they trust who's it? Who's not in disguise? <laughs> Does Mike go in as Mike who chats to us when he's uh, approaching his classroom? Or Unfortunately, is he Mike yes. the teacher? I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid he does. I give him another month. Okay, I, would, I would argue that if they saw him at the end, if a, if a parent saw him at the end of a Friday night, they would have less trust in him as a teacher. Not that Mike gets well, up to, I mean, it's Friday night now and he's, stung, he's dead sober. <laughs> That's but, the thing about Marty Crouch I mean, Jr. He's, 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 come to, he's spent his Friday night coming to watch a Harry Potter podcast. He's a bloody lad. <laughs> <laughs> I would ju- I would judge a teacher based on that, and I would inform my. I would say I would say a hot, uh, to be a bad teacher you ne- doesn't. It's not mutually exclusive to be a bad human and a bad teacher. I think um, look at no, of, I agree with one that. One of my but greatest I, teachers I, that I had, you know, helped me a lot. He turned out that he was like cheating on his wife and being horrible and stuff. No, yeah, and I'll I'll go with you there. He was also one of my favourite teachers, yeah. but it was the it was the Role, it's the role of the teacher to hide that other self, and he didn't hide his other self. He got found out in front of everyone. Yeah, and that at and the that, very end, and that then, yeah, but exactly. So that undoes an entire year's worth of good work rather than just one lessons. Okay, right. I want to hear your closing statements. Okay, that was a great back and forth. Yeah, thirty seconds to sum up all your points. Does Joe go first for this one? Yeah, Joe, I'm going to let you go okay, first. That's fine. Um, and I'm going to judge you. Based on how well you recap your arguments, dismantle the other side's arguments, articulation, and um, aroma. (laughs) 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 All right, okay. Well, as as I've said before, it's a, a teacher isn't just there to teach and impart knowledge. They're they're meant to be the strong. Parental figure at the front of the classroom that you're meant to trust and have faith in. by the end of that year, it's it's exposed that this man is a liar and has ulterior motives. So why was I taught this thing? Why was I taught it's spell X? I mean, you and then you'll have second thoughts, even if it was a good spell and it will endanger you later on in life should you be faced. That is time. Tom, you ready? Didn't, yep. na- didn't nail it. Go for it, Tom. I'm not going to argue that Barty Crouch Jr. wasn't a horrible man. He was. 
despite having an ulterior motive, he still was a spectacular teacher. That's what makes him a great teacher. I think if you separate the fact that he was a horrible man, the fact that he taught Harry. Harry, Ron and Hermione all benefited from learning the unforgivable courtesies, as did every single person in that classroom. Lee Jordan, and the fact is, that was his only person he needed to single out, is Harry Potter. But yet other pupils from other years came in and said he was a great teacher. I think that says a lot. Uh, the fact that he just Time. Didn't... That was a good argument, Tom. Oh, it's close, man. It's close. I think I'm going to have to award it to Tom. I'm sorry, Joe. I really wanted you to get a win under your belt. So, so yeah. I, I, I knew I didn't nail the closing statement, but that's definitely the best I've done. Yeah, that yeah. was really good. That I mean, was, um... I wasn't, didn't have much to compare it to. <laughs> 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 that was the first time I think you managed a sentence. Well done, mate. <laughs> sorry. On, right, okay. I'm preparing a synonyms quiz for next week. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was a tough one. Because, like... Yeah, you did really well with the argument you got, but I think it it maybe I'm at fault here because I came into the case thinking he was a good teacher though because I did agree with all Tom's points. Sure, no, absolutely, he and did. and he t- and he taught well, but I yeah. just I think and also the thing with the Harry Potter books is that there is evidence of their teaching being put into practice by the main protagonist, yeah. mm. whereas who knows how it affected flipping Pansy Parkinson, you know? Yeah. But then you've got cases where you've got like Snape. I would argue Snape is a bad teacher. You, you like could... he doesn't encourage learning. He just doesn't tolerate failure. So you better succeed, otherwise you're going to get punished. There was one mm. thing you kind of missed out, which I thought was Neville Longbottom's parents were tortured to insanity, and he did the Cruciatus oh Curse. God, in front I actually of him. thought about that as well <laughs> and oh. didn't bring that up, and that obviously affected him greatly. Yeah, of course. That wasn't a good teacher move, Mike. Have you ever tortured <laughs> someone in front of? Only once. Nope, exactly. That's all we need. That's all we need. Only once and never again. <laughs> That'll learn them. Which, which, if you're in disguise as Moody, Moody would know that, wouldn't he? But Indeed. then, but then, I suppose he takes Neville to one side afterwards, and you know, gives him a cup of tea, and in order to s- s- give him the book in the film, yeah. I mean, in the in oh, and in the book as well. But Neville's too yeah. bloody dumb to figure out. <laughs> All right. No, that was good. I that think was that's, well... that's the best one we've done. So, what is it next week? Me versus Pat? Yes. Okay. You have you got a case in mind? Uh, okay. Well, I'll better give you a case. Um, okay. Uh, this podcast would be better if Pat and Joe wasn't on it. <laughs> you pair of snidey little. Imagine having to listen over and over again to this podcast. Would be better if Tom wasn't in it. But another reason why this podcast would be better than it. <laughs> Sorry to steal Pat's line, but you pair of. Sh- I have. What's it called? You boy! What segment is this? (laughs) It's Tom's game, sir! (laughs) Tom's game now! Tom's game, sir! (laughs) Right, Uh, if you've never listened to um, Tom's game, uh, what I do is I take um, characters from Harry Potter who, and I say them to Pat, Joe, and Mike. Uh, <laughs> I go, I put them head to head. They have to guess who's been mentioned most times across the seven Harry Potter books. Uh, I then, this is what I love, they get two points for the correct answer. However, I give them the opportunity to switch once I mention the two mentions. What? The two num- numeral mentions. Yeah. Um, Stop now, playing the mind games with us, don't it you? Is, I, like I, it. I started this game so well the first week, and I have 
Pat's Pat's very good at this game. Effed it up since. I, 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 I just go back to that game where Pat lost it due to him swi- you both switching and him going from I two know, to I did the correct and you went switch, from yeah. to one. It's because you've got your fingers in my brain and you're, you're having a little fiddle around. <laughs> you're messing a, with my play. mind, man. Having a play. <laughs> so, uh, to start off... Hello. <laughs> Here he is. Someone's on the gins. Here we go. Gregorovich versus Amelia Bones. That is a good one, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> I'm going to go uh, uh, from left to right. So, okay. uh, Patrick, who have you gone for? I've gone for Amelia Bones. Michael, who have you gone for? Uh, gone for Bones. Bones. I've gone for Amelia Bones. Okay. Oh. One of them is mentioned 49 times. Yeah. The other one is mentioned 35. Uh, start with Joe. I am going to stick. You're going to stick with Amelia Bones. Michael? Mm-hmm. Same, I'll stick. Stick with Amelia Bones. Patrick? I'm going to stick. As much stick. as it pains me. Okay, no points. Oh, man. Gregorovich, 49, Amelia Bones, 35. Number Question number two. Uh, Mike, we're going to go to you first. Lee Jordan versus Garrick Ollivander. Garrick? I, I didn't even know that was his name. <laughs> name yeah. Uh... What's your answer, Miguel? Uh, Lee Jordan. Lee Jordan. Joseph? Lee Jordan. Yeah, Patrick. I've also gone for Lee Jordan. Well, okay. Well, one of them the is mentioned 109 times. The other oh. one mentioned 117. Oh, wow. Uh, so I start with Pat. I'm sticking with sticking Jordan. Sticking with Jordan. I'm sticking. Air Jordan all oh, the way. Sti- not doing what Dwight York did. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're all wrong again. Uh, <laughs> As was Dwight. You should have stayed with her, Dwight. Um, <laughs> you had a kid together. So, no points so far. You've all gone for the same answer. What are you laughing at? <laughs> right. Oh, that, was, that was beautiful. Uh, Thanks, Tom. Rufus Scrimger mm-hmm. versus Seamus Finnegan. Oh, my Lord. There he is. <sighs> I cannot believe you didn't get me best mate in the riddle. <laughs> <laughs> That I wanted to put like best mate was I was like that would just give the game away. <laughs> <laughs> my best mate was an Irishman, <laughs> and my best friend. How was um? How would you have reacted if like Mike had done a Seamus Finnegan impression last week, <laughs> and we'd have both gone, "Oh my god, that's such a good impression." I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, it was it was a tough listen. <laughs> it was very odd. It was very odd. I didn't like it. Did you um, like your bit? I like my bit. I didn't like the fact that Pat went, that was the worst bit of the show. That was clearly the bit where you discussed Ant-Man. Right, Joe. <laughs> I was saying that because it was the trial and I had to argue a, a, a point I didn't believe in. I know, I know. Joe, Joe loves Death Eaters. <laughs> that must have been hard for him. Um, Sorry, I've gone for Seamus. Joe's gone for Seamus. Patrick? I've gone for Seamus as well. Michael? I'm going to go for Rufus then. Mike's gone for Rufus. Uh, one of them is mentioned 179 times. One of them is mentioned 153. Uh, so, Joe, uh, Mike, you sticking? Yeah, I'm going to stick. Sticking with Rufus. Joe? Oh, I'm going to stick with Seamus. Pat? Again, just, just for the fact that Rufus only turns up in the last two books. I know he's mentioned a lot, but I think Seamus might edge it because he's there throughout the whole thing. So I'm sticking with Seamus. That theory has gone wrong in the past. It has two points to Well, to Joe us, because Pat, Pat. Would have, <sighs> Mike would have only got one. 
Yeah. Oh no, you did stick. Sorry. Yeah. So you stuck. So it was sorry. Seamus. Sorry. You ruined that. <laughs> I did. I'm really sorry. Uh, two two nil. Uh, so Seamus. Seamus so with Seamus 179. Two to Pat. Two to Joe. Zero to Mike. Fleur Delacour. Ooh. Versus Victor Crumb. I'm going to go for Pat, oh, Pat well. first. Uh, okay. Oh god, that's hard. That is a tough one. Hang on. Give me. Give me just a little bit of a second to think yeah. about it. I'm going to say. I'm going to say Crumb. Crumb. Mike. Fleur. Joe. I've written down a V. Written down a V. Uh, one of them is mentioned 277 times. One of them mentioned 258. Uh, so I go to Mike. Oh, Do you want to stick with? Yeah, I'm stick with Fleur. Stick with stick Fleur. With Fleur. I am sticking with Vic. Sticking with Vic. Pat. I'm sticking with the old crumb bags. <laughs> four four zero. Oh, oh, it was crumb. It was crumb. Oh, but what about the snitch guys? Whoa! What about it? The golden snitch. <laughs> Now, I will mention a number. Uh I love numbers. We're looking for three characters. Yep. It's going to be a tough one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you again, Amelia Bones was 35 mentions. Okay. There are three people on 30 mentions. Flipping heck. Let's just say, if you manage to catch the golden snitch, you've won the game. Okay. It's currently 4-4-0. 30. You're allowed three guesses each. Bit of jazz. Let's have some jazz. That was some smooth jazz. Yeah. You know, I'm not even sure if that music actually is jazz. Do you know what I'd love? um, We took like... Jazz isn't a type of music, though. It's a state of mind. There you go. Oh, no, it is music. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, Miles Davis was music, not stay in mind. We took like a 15-minute break, and I would love it if you just played 15 minutes of jazz. (laughs) That would certainly fill out the ad episode. There's a lot of padding. How long long will people listen to it before they start skipping? (laughs) Right, the snitch, Tom. Snitch time. Okay, so what, remind us, what was the question again? We're looking for three characters on 30 mentions across the seven Harry Potter books. Okay. Mm. So, I will go to Patrick Holland first. So, my first guess. Yep. It's Florian Fortescue. It's a miss. It's a miss. Godfrey, Michael? Helga Hufflepuff. Helga Hufflepuff? It's another miss. Uh, Sir Cadogan. A miss. Ha. Good one, though. Um... Ernie, the driver of the night bus. Another miss. <sighs> Michael. Alicia Spinett. Another miss. Joseph. Gabrielle Delacour? No. Oh, that was a good one. Gabrielle. Dreams um, do come true. Marge's dog, I forget its name. Ripper? No. Uh, <laughs> Trevor the Toad? No. Uh, my last guess, Amos Diggory? No. Oh, man, none of us okay. got a 30. I feel like I had three good guesses. None of you were really close. No, not really. All right, uh, uh, one of Hermione's parents. No. Um, Bane. Bane. You're kidding me! Oh, I wrote it! I wrote it as guess four. Five me. Nice. Oh. I mean, I know you guys are level pegging, but I think I'm going to have to ward the game for Pat. Yeah, that's Pat. Well done, Pat. Pat oh, has nice caught work. the golden snitch. Bane I wrote has it 30 down as, as, a, as a guess to ignore. 
It was the wow. first one I wrote. I thought it would be wow. more than it. Brilliant. Well done, oh, Patrick. God. That's the hardest one. The other two are... Yeah. Well, uh, Remind me who Bane is. Bane is a centaur. He's, ah, like, he's like yes, the leader yes, of Forensics. Yes, pack. yes, 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 yes. Uh, another one. One of them is not uh, is a is a character that's always kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might be able to do a McGonagall impression of calling this guy. Uh, oh, uh, oh, Mr. Davis, uh, Roger, Mr. Davis. Roger Davis, Mr. Davis, Mr. Davis. <laughs> that is the girl's <laughs> lavatory. Um, and the other one, very important character, Nagini. Oh, uh, wow! Only thirty. Really? That is incredible. Wow. Yeah. That's, oh, well, that shows well Patrick. that shows the impact some characters can have with so few. Yeah. but I suppose with Nagini they do mention a lot. The snake was there. Yeah, they'll yeah. refer Rather to her as uh, the snake yes, instead of necessarily true. the name. Also, she only Nagini only comes in in the fourth one as mm. well. So there's only also true. Mails here. We got an email. Uh, an email. Uh, it's a, it's a long one. Regular correspondent Joe is back. Oh, here we go. Oh, I didn't see this one. Strapping, neither did I. Actually, I've, I've done. I've done my edit. I'll uh, I'll, g- I'll give you all the uh, <laughs> the redacted little... version. The, the redact- <laughs> this is very the much unredacted the redacted version. Still big. It goes across uh, a whole page of A4. But anyway, wow. I, I love the way he does his emails. It's so yeah. <laughs> Like it's it, it's almost like he's having a go at us and everyone. In everyone, I don't think I don't think he enjoys the show. <laughs> no. No. He enjoys this part of it. He emailed us on like week two. <laughs> anyway, right. So he start, he starts the email. Well, well, well. <laughs> a Tom free episode. I did notice that without Tom's authoritative presence, Pat and Joe did seem a little more relaxed this week, much like when you have a substitute teacher at school. Everybody lets loose and takes a little more liberty than perhaps they would normally. That being said, the show didn't fall into absolute chaos without Big Daddy Tom at the (laughs) (laughs) I love the fact that he's referred to me as a daddy and I haven't even read that email. (laughs) It fits in with this episode. Yeah. (laughs) So good. I'm sure he would be very proud of you both and Mike. I mean, he's not. He's living. No, no, absolutely um, not. Despite the constant stream of abuse that was targeted towards him. Once again, we're very sorry yeah, to well, yeah. uh, Now, and he, and he now references the question that you wanted asking, Patrick. Uh, now, oh. are we talking Voldemort versus Thanos with the Infinity Stones or without? Because well, with all the stones in his possession, it's Thanos all the way. But without the stones, or even with just the one or two, depending on which ones, I would have to give it to Voldemort. After all, Doctor Strange held his own pretty well against Thanos when he had four stones. So much so that had Thanos been completely stoneless, I think Strange's magic would have absolutely wrecked him in seconds. Mm. This is obviously referencing to last week we asked someone to ask us yes. who would win in a fight between Voldemort and Thanos. Yes. What, what is greater, the, the Infinity Stones or the Deathly Hallows? Ooh. The Infinity Stones, I think. Yeah. The Deathly Hallows just make one master of death. The uh, a full collection of Infinity Stones make one master of all time, space, reality, mind, soul, and the sixth one. <laughs> <laughs> but then he won't. He wouldn't be able to kill Voldemort, would he? If Voldemort's the master of death. So the Deathly Hallows just give you the ability to hide from death with the invisibility cloak, recall the spirits of uh, the dearly departed. Mm with the um, Resurrection Stone and kill people with the most powerful wand in existence. Yeah. But it does not give you control of the entire universe. 
I th- in the I comics, it's, it's moot, really, because he's never the master of the Deathly Hallows. No, no, exa- no. I, th- I think what what well, it would make a very unexciting narrative. But he could just just with the time stone could just go back until before Voldemort had. Yeah, United the Hellos, and then just kill him. Then so yeah, he, he, he just you know. he could just do like a like the quickest Terminator film in history. Go visit Tom Riddle in the orphanage. Mm. Pop, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But anyway, bringing it back to Potter, uh, as Joe does in this email, uh, the question about which Hogwarts house Luke, Leia, and Han would be in got me thinking. In the Muggle world, children from the same family are usually all put into the same house slash form when they join a school. We all know of, of the famous example. Uh, Apart from the Patils. Exactly that. He mm-hmm. says, uh, are there any examples in the Harry Potter universe of siblings being sorted into different houses? Yes, it's in the books. On the subject of houses, which Game of Thrones house slash family do you think Harry Potter characters fall into? For example, Draco is clearly a Lannister. Oh, that's no- interesting. The ah. other way around. No, okay. Well, he says no explanation needed on that, personally. Uh, personally, I'll put well, Harry down. Sorry? Harry's a Stark. All his family's dead. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> sorry if you've not watched Game of Thrones, but... Well, uh, this is interesting, actually. Uh, Joe says, personally, I would put Harry down as a Targaryen. Yeah, I was going to say, because there there are prophecies written about him. As there are clear comparisons that can be drawn between him and, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the end of the last series of Game of Thrones, skip forward 15 seconds now. Comparisons can be drawn between him and both Jon Snow and Daenerys. So let's hear... Yeah, but Jon Snow's a Stark. Uh, Well, he's half and half. What? (laughs) (laughs) I know he's talking about no, this is weird. Because this time last year we, we were watched in Edinburgh together. Watching, watching it together. together. Yeah, we saw Revelation. I'd That's love how- it if that whole time you're just going, Yeah, it was crazy, isn't it? And you'd not say like not realizing you didn't know what had happened. Also, what oh, I love so is the mad. fact that we went all the way up to Edinburgh to enjoy like the fruits of the festival and we deliberately set aside one evening to watch an episode of Game oh, yeah. of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had we had the whole of the fringe, but we stayed up until two in the morning to watch it on a laptop. Yeah. No, we <laughs> yeah. got our priorities right. So worth it though so worth it finally regarding the wizard gamma although pat made some good points in favor of booting tom off the podcast permanently <laughs> michael that could, wasn't the case yeah. michael could it have won the case. this case That's the problem <laughs> michael could have won this case hands down without question tom's passion for harry potter is unmatched on this podcast not to say pat and joe are not big fans of the series but i'm sure you would both agree that tom's fandom surpasses your own when it comes to all things potter related i think that's quite clear on well, the you show. have to look at the results of the quiz to- uh, not only that, but Tom's in-depth knowledge of the wizarding world, particularly when it comes to the books, is simply unrivaled as shown week on week in the quiz. Oh, he just says that. Oh, there uh, you go. <laughs> also, I would hazard a guess that it was Tom's idea to start doing this podcast in the first place, or at least centre it around Harry Potter. Wow. Without, interesting. That is very interesting, considering, Tom, you went through your phone the other yeah, week, didn't you? I did, um, and I found some messages between me and a certain Pat Holland... Hello, sir. What do you think the odds are of us? So this is when Pat is back from Australia. You're working on Strictly Come Dancing. Um, 2012. So, yeah, I worked on Strictly towards the end of the year, but I got back at the beginning of the year. So this might be in the middle period or maybe just before I got home. I don't know. Hello, sir. What do you think the odds are of us seeing each other at least once every two weeks in the new year? Not a chance. (laughs) (laughs) What if we went out of our way to make time to do it? What if we recorded our catch-up chats? What if 
we made a podcast. I want to see more of you, Power, and Mike. And even if we just tried it for six months, well, that's gone past that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, happy six have, months. Yeah. I reckon we'd all get into it. It would be our show. We spend more time together. You can promote your gigs on it. Brackets, if anyone listens. Close bracket. <laughs> and it would be saved somewhere where we could listen to it years later instead of a dying of death like the Barner Shuffle. Now, bit of context. <laughs> Barner Shuffle was a conversation we recorded in a, a car journey home that has been lost into the ether. It was a, for the best. For the best. We were for very, the best, very yeah. <laughs> Just an idea I've had knocking around in my head for a bit. Let me know your thoughts. If you're not into it or don't think you have the time, that's cool. It's just an idea. Uh, so what, what date was that text sent? Uh, it must have been. So sometime 2012. Sometime I can tell you, uh, when I'm saying in that, so I've f- had that knocking around in my head for a bit. You've had I, it knocking around the whole Australia trip, sure. I had it knocking around in my head for years because before I went to Australia, I was a big fan of um, Kevin Smith's podcast, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Smodcast. And if you've never listened to their Harry Potter episodes, I recommend them. They're very funny, but very blue. But um, <laughs> he said the reason he started doing that was because he sort of fell out of touch with one of his best friends who was the producer yeah. on his films. They would only see each other when they were working. And he missed having that time of just, you know, shooting the breeze and chatting yeah. about movies and whatnot. So they decided to start doing a podcast every week. And I absolutely loved the show. And then yeah. there was a spin-off show that I listened to in Australia that I really got into. It was like hanging around with friends. You'd listen to them every week. Yeah. But for years I thought, we, we have so many funny conversations down the pub. We make each other laugh all the time. We could do this. Yeah. It's just sitting around chatting. We could yeah. do this. But it took that for me to to suggest it finally. Yeah. And just five years later. <laughs> five years later, finally <laughs> we got our act together. Bought into the idea. I, I totally the... I totally agree with um the fact that now like when you are growing up, you just take for granted you bump you see each other at school. Um mm. but when you get to a point where you're in your thirties, you do actually <laughs> have to specifically make time to see each yeah. other and it, not, mm. not that it's an effort to see you but it is an effort to sometimes well yeah for me especially it is an effort to get to this to get side of london but side. it's an effort i'm happy to make yeah. because when you're here it's never a chore it's nice yeah. to hang out with friends hmm. so that's so yeah in a way that yeah were we not seeing each other much in 2012 well i suppose you you were working a lot in 2012 if it was around the time of that strictly yeah i had a monday to friday job and then i was doing every strictly show on a saturday for three months so yeah yeah, i didn't see anyone really for three months give me give me a gin (laughs) (laughs) hey guys Right. Yes, mate. It's time for the quiz. Tom's return. Bosh. And this week's quiz mm-hmm. is another character-specific one. It's all on Hermione Granger. Ah, okay. Hermione. Everyone's favourite uh, character beginning with H in the books. She's go, the, go, she's Power Granger. <laughs> nice. She's the only one that's in all of our Desert Island Dumbledores. That's she true. was, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Tom, head wigs or worm tails? Worm tails, please. It is worm tails. Would you let's go first or second? Uh, I'll go second, please. Okay, Patrick, are you ready? I'm going first. Yeah. Okay. Question one: mm-hmm. What did Hermione's parents do for a living? Oh, dentists. Correct. One point. Uh, what does Hermione put more emphasis on? Win, gar, d, or um? 
Can I get those again, please? Yep. What does she put more emphasis on in the word Wingardium? Win, gar, di, or um. Gar. Correct. You make the gar nice and long. Uh, Guardium. Name the actor who plays Hermione in the films. Emma Watson. Bludger, you are down to zero points. You never get hit by the bludgers. (laughs) I knew it. What is Hermione's Patronus? Oh. It's quite a, quite a hard one. I couldn't I know, think of I know it immediately. This. I think I know this. Oh, yeah, actually. Um, uh, all right, let me see if I can think of something funny instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom, what was it? It's an otter. It's an otter. Right. Listeners didn't hear what Pat's answer was just then. <laughs> right. What? Sorry, is that not funny? <laughs> <laughs> right, come on. Imagine that coming out of the wand. Right. <laughs> what are the names of Hermione's two children? Rose. That's one. And Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Pat ends that with half a point. Oh, Hugo. God. It was Hugo oh, was Hugo. the other one. Okay, right, Tommy, you ready for your yeah, questions? Right. Go for it. What's Hermione's middle name? Jane? Ah. Uh, Is it Jean? It's Jean. Jean, I got that wrong last time. Um... Hermione accused Ron of having the emotional range of what? Teaspoon. Correct. Well done. Uh, what is Hermione's birthday? Oh, I don't know it. I don't know it. Pat, do you know? Hang on. hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. No, no. Of the day she was born. Yes. <laughs> Correct. It was definitely. It's definitely in the summer holidays because she gets a bit of money. That's why she buys Crookshanks. Got a bit of money saved up. Uh, August the tenth. Incorrect. Uh, what was Hermione's... What was it? Oh, it comes up later. Oh, right, okay. What was Hermione's original name for Spew? This is worth two points because it's flipping long. If you get if you get a good go at it, I'll give you a point. Uh, it, I still think it had the original thing in. The Society for the Protection of Elfish Welfare in the Wizarding World... And establishments, homes and establishments. No, it's nowhere no, near, no. I'm afraid. Pat, do you have any Not idea? a clue, sorry. It's stop the outrageous abuse of our fellow magical creatures and campaign for a change in their legal status. No, nowhere near. Uh, and final question, Tom. What spell does Hermione use on Neville to get past him? Uh, particular. <clears throat> Come on. Well, it's Totalus. But... Yeah, and, and I know the. You, you can, do you want to say it, Pat? No, because I think it's okay. a bludger. Partic- uh, yeah, per- is it a bludger? Yeah. Perficatus totalis. Okay, well, no, it's Petrificus totalis, so that's wrong. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, you got in his head there, mate. That's a good tactic. <laughs> Should have gone so first. obvious. I thought it was... Uh, it's it, well, uh, okay, so, Tom, what did you end with there? You I think I ended got one, didn't with, I? Should have okay, so Flipping heck, so it's one to half a point. Man, wow, did, that's tight. Okay, so this we did badly snitch. on a quiz about get, what, one of our favourite. If you get, oh, it, oh, I got hit by a bludger, so I had. Oh, of course, uh, yes. If you, if you, okay, so if you get this exact, you get one point. Right. Okay. If you, if you get closest, you get zero point six points. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. So on the day of the release of this podcast, so that would be Thursday coming. Mm-hmm. How many days has Hermione been alive? <sighs> All right. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Tom, you're in the lead, so what's your guess? Okay, I'm going to go for 11,500. Okay. 
And Patrick? Crap, I ended up on like 700,000. That doesn't sound right. No, that was very much <laughs> not right. It's 14,219 <laughs> oh. days. Uh, her birthday was 19th oh. of September, 1970. Oh, Michael. Well, well, Michael won the snitch, but <laughs> no. Tom won the quiz. Yes. Well done, mate. So you won it uh, 1.6 points to 0.5 points. Brilliant. I think that's our lowest scoring quiz. That is our lowest score. <laughs> well, good to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> Winning the quiz as always. The other night, um, I was having a movie night with my daughter, and uh, I said to her, do you want to... Do you, want, oh, you pick the movie. And she went... Um, she sort of gave... A, she went over, grabbed my laptop and went... Let's watch Harry Potter because I know how much you love it. Oh, <laughs> oh, but um, I said no. I said no. We have to wait for you, you to read the books. <laughs> you won't get it. You won't. You need to read the books. You, trust me, it's for your own good. <laughs> that turned that turned from lovely to great parenting. <laughs> yes, exactly. You don't. You can't waste it. No. You can't waste it. <laughs> Thank you so so much for listening, guys. Um, so sorry about last week. It's all good now. <laughs> Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, please, we love your correspondence. Uh, get in touch with Twitter or Facebook at AATTAPod, or you can on our email, AATTAPod at gmail.com. It's all better. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Good uh, to have you back. It's good to be, good to be back, guys. Uh, yeah. All that's left to say is uh, I've been Tom Toll. I've been Patrick Holland. I've been Joe Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. As we said, if you want to get in touch with the show, please do so on Twitter. Follow us, AATTAPod, or just send us an email, old-fashioned, AATTAPod at gmail.com. We're back with a new episode every single Thursday. Thank you very much. Bye. You're fine. We're going. I'll, I'll start. Right, I've only got one peeve, Patrick. Is it that thing we pretended we wouldn't have talked about? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, right. (laughs) I want to lay into you fresh. (laughs) Right.